Welcome to another edition of the NCBI podcast. I'm June Tinsley, Head of Communications and Advocacy with NCBI. And today I am joined by Kieran Taylor, who is going to uh, tell us all about the um, fabulous, innovative initiative that he's involved with called the Cyclist Cinema. So welcome, Kieran, and thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Great, great, great. Um, would you mind just telling our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in this Sightless cinema. Yes, I, uh, I'm a uh, theatre director and divisor, uh, and I've also been an actor as well. Um, uh, so what I do is generally I work with actors and musicians to create plays from scratch, starting with ideas. Um, so we've created shows in um, fire stations, ferry ports, uh, in theatres, adaptations of uh, novels like Hyde and Jekyll. Um, and also silent work where uh, we use uh, full face masks, um, again, site specific and in theatres. So I do a, a, a wide range of work, uh, but always beginning with the, the actor and uh, usually working with sound and musicians as well to create uh, stories and uh, put together theatre. So there was an opportunity in 2014 with uh, Dundee Rattown County Council who were commissioning a uh, disability arts uh, project and um, the NCBI was one of the possible people to work with and I joined together with a, a sound designer called Rachel Quinn and came up with the idea of um, using my sort of methodology um, but to create radio or audio drama with uh, blind and visually impaired people um, and the idea evolved uh, gradually over over a year as we figured out how how it could be done and we eventually sort of developed a method of working whereby uh, we would re record with people uh, so you know we recruited people no experience necessary we had people from uh, their 20s to their 80s working together uh, just brainstorming ideas improvising um, experimenting with sound and and so on uh, to start to create um, what, what you, you might call radio plays, but which we decided to present in cinemas. So hence the site, the cinema. So the idea is here is that um, everyone goes to the cinema, uh, the lights go down, uh, but there are no pictures. It's all sound. So we use the surround sound systems uh, in cinemas to, to make this immersive sound experience. So the sound is all around you. Um, and I can tell you about more about that again, but just there the origins. Yeah, is it, it was this uh, idea that evolved uh, uh, for this commission back in 2014 um, and uh, I had done a little bit of radio drama in university um, I, I studied um, directing in the University of Kent in Canterbury in England uh, and after that I went to um, Paris to do uh, a two-year course in you know devising and physical theatre uh, in Ecole Jacques Lecoq it's called um, and uh, so it's I, I hadn't gotten a chance to ever do any radio drama uh, since leaving college. So something went off in my brain when um, this opportunity came up to work with blind people. I said, ah, oh, you know, this is this is the ideal sort of medium. And it really is about um, giving people a chance to create uh, in the medium of sound and then sharing that. The, the sharing is very important. So we've had uh, public events in cinemas in um the Lighthouse Cinema in uh, in Dublin, the UCD Student Cinema, and um, recently we've moved out to Tala to the Rural Red Arts Centre. So we uh, present there in the uh, IMC Cinemas in Tala. Oh, that is up until last year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but we'll be back. We'll be back, I hope. Um, but the idea there it, uh, is that, sorry, I'm not talking a lot here, but <laughs> I'll just keep no, on it's explaining. Fine. I suppose it, it, it's great to see here that the um, initial um, concept has grown such legs over the last couple of years. And I suppose um, I'm just curious to know what type of productions you've, you've uh, put on over, over the, that space of time. Um, so if I was to um, attend a showing in the cinema, what kind of productions would you be putting on? Yeah. So uh, each year we've put on a um, a series of uh, short plays. So the production would last about an hour and a half or so. Uh, and they would be recorded. So uh, what, what do I what the. the the method that we've sort of used is we'll recruit a group um, and, um, well, for the first four years or so anyway, we would re recruit a group of somewhere between 10 and 15 people and um, just really start working together from scratch, start experimenting and um, getting people to record sounds on their phones, uh, playing with making sound effects with all sorts of objects, uh, listening back to them and then improvising on that, uh, getting people's own sort of personal stories and funny stories and ideas and putting together plays. So the programme, what you would hear is a, a series of short plays. Now, some of them were um, as short as like three minutes and some of them might be like 20 minutes or 25 minutes, I think was the longest one. Um, so it's a whole wide range we've had like soap operas in the first year we did a soap opera about a hairdresser who was losing his sight but trying to cover it up and lots of other things were going wrong like the plumbing and so on uh so it was a sort of a comedy soap opera and we did three episodes of that that was all um sort of generated by the group uh and then we've also done documentaries uh, where people talk a bit about their own experiences um, and we put them together. But uh, mostly they're, they're, they're dramas. Some of them are more serious. Uh, we had one which was a historical drama. Um, one of the members uh, was very interested in the in uh, industrial history and it was about a, a, a train crash in the 19th century. So, you know, uh, and then others might be just like a short comedy about um you know a hotel porter being mistaken for a doctor and ending up doing a an, an intimate examination in the matter hospital you know <laughs> silly things like that <laughs> uh, it sounds as if it's quite all um homegrown material essentially based on in, uh, those who get involved based on yeah their yeah. ideas or their experiences um exactly. and am i correct in saying that everybody who gets involved um plays a, a, a role in the production, whether Absolutely. it's um, yeah. the scripting or the sound editing or the um, audio pieces or, or, or whatever the angle that they contribute. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And what we'll do is like um, an, an idea might emerge and it might be just from chatting. There's a lot of chatting goes on, uh, but eventually sort of ideas emerge. And then uh, somebody might might work on that and try and come up with some ideas and then they bring it back to the group and then we'll we'll get more ideas and then we'll start improvising and people do get involved. Everyone gets involved in, in you know, playing characters. Um, but you know it's 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 very easy and straightforward and we're doing that from the beginning of the of the uh, of the the workshops you know so there we it's not very sort of fixed okay you're going to write this play you're going to be directed and you're going to be acting in it you know we we really work together i work together with get everyone in the group uh bringing forward the ideas so somebody will bring an idea and that will be totally transformed by the others ideas of the group and eventually 
uh, we will come up with um, sometimes scripts. So that might be some people do take on writing and then I will work with them editing that and and and, and helping to uh, evolve uh, the ideas into a, a script that we then will go into the recording studio and record. Other times, though, we do we improvise and uh, and this is harder for uh, the editing point of view. We we will improvise ideas and then um, re-improvise and then edit together from that. But what you get is a very naturalistic uh, sort of feel. So so what people observe, you know, who come to the performances is that uh, you know that the the performances are very natural, you know, because um, we're, we're you know the, the the people get used to just improvising, you know, and sometimes they're playing themselves, or sometimes yeah. they're playing people who are very different from themselves. Uh, but I think there's something about you know when you're just recording, um, as opposed to making videos or TV or what that. It's 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 less intimidating somehow. So you know people just the people just sort of chat and get involved in the situation, and we record it, and suddenly we start to get a developed plays from that. And I suppose one important it's that thing kind of in infrality really is 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 what's appealing to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and sorry, another thing we do in the in the um performances is we, we, we every year we, we we've done a live radio drama. So this is sort of be bringing you back to the um, uh, origins of radio drama. Uh, you know, in the twenties and thirties when uh, it all had to go out live. So. Uh, and, and that takes a bit more work. So people have to really learn off their lines and um, and we would create live sound effects on stage. And that would be like, you know, a five or six minute play. So that's how we end the performance. So people get to hear this sort of big production and and we do mix it in surround sound. So I would go into a studio with like a, a cinema sound um, uh, designer and uh, create the surround sound picture. So, you know, you might have um, uh, somebody walking in a park, you know, along the front and suddenly behind you, you'll hear an ambulance coming in the distance and then it'll come and it like as if it passes in front of you, things like that. So we can really yeah. play around that sound. Um, but, but but we make those big productions. But then we have a like a homemade sort of production where the, the actors are in front of you. We have microphones and they're, you know, um, uh, maybe making some sound effects uh, with water or um zipping open open and shut suitcases and things like that um just to give that and it's a real it's real fun you know it's great fun and um, uh seeing how it's all put together um so and can yeah, i ask Kieran, how has um covid impacted on the development of this because as you said it, it began in in Dunleary as a workshop type and then evolved and evolved but then obviously covid came along and scuppered a lot of plans i'm sure and then obviously access to the cinemas so um, tell us how, how COVID has given, uh, impacted the productions of sightless cinema and whether it's led to uh, progress or stalled things. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's changed things. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we were determined to keep going. So, um, uh, uh, you know, we the, the last March, um, you know, when it looked like uh, this this lockdown was happening, um, somebody in the group bench said, "Oh, there's this Zoom thing. Zoom, you can you can meet online." And we had used conference calling for um, uh, rehearsing before, but I, we'd never heard of Zoom. But um, within a month, we were online. So we have been working online since. So we um, we had a group working in Tala and also a group working in the NCBI in in uh, Drumcondra and supported by the National League for the Blind. Um, so I suppose, yeah, I mean, there is a long history in the in the since 2014, but we've been supported by the um, 
uh, Fighting Blindness, the League of the Blind, um, the NCBI, and uh, we moved to Dublin City Council where um, they supported us for a couple of years. And now for the past three, um, and we're into the fourth year, I think now, we, we, we're with the South Dublin County Council. Um, so the online, I, I was really surprised. I didn't think it would work, but we've uh, we've actually we've had a group of about fifteen people meeting every week and twice a week initially um, uh, to uh, online, and 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 it's it's really worked, and I think it's been really vital for people to keep a connection with each other, you know. But I suppose what, what helped was people knew each other in advance, so you know that helped to sort of the group was instantly formed, you know. Um, yes. Uh, so we were able to deal with the big number. Now we are starting. Um, so to, to how it's impacted, it's been massive. We had a plan to create a live um, immersive sound show um, called In the Dark. Uh, and we um, uh, we were invited by the Abbey Theatre to be part of their five by five programme. So we had a week scheduled in the Peacock Theatre to develop this piece uh, where we were going to bring the audience into um, a, a sort of a darkened space. So it's a bit like theatre in the dark, a bit like dining in the dark, if you know what I mean. Um, yes, yes, yes. And, and create this sort of live audio experience. So we were we were working with a Foley artist, you know, Foley artists create the, the, the spot sort of sound effects in movies, you know, so when somebody somebody opens a door or um, breaks a glass or, or closes their zip, um, that's all done by Foley artists. So we, we were really playing around with sound and, and creating a live performance. But so that's, that couldn't happen last year. Um, but we did create a whole uh, a series, a sort of a comedy series uh, based on the COVID experience called uh, the COVID tapes. Uh, so the yeah. idea was that uh, somebody had accidentally was had the record function on their phone on. And it was, um, you know, a, 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 um, a, a pensioner who was advised to cocoon, you know, using the community hub. And, the, you know, this is a four part series about uh, um, she she rings up the, uh, the the helpline and ends up with a GAA volunteer and he's in the supermarket trying to trying to get her order and and deliver it to her you know and all sort of things go wrong along the way and uh, <laughs> uh, they end up um, uh, they end up ha having a, a drink uh, on on the on the doorstep after he's he's. Uh, come on his motorbike from from Tullamore and broken down and all the rest but um all that, <laughs> yeah so i mean it, it, it's uh, it's a real character comedy so we have um uh, the, the the main character in it is uh, Dolores you know who's who who uh, doesn't put a tooth in it <laughs> yeah uh, and she's a very demanding, uh, demanding customer. Um, but we uh, so what we did is we we recorded that on this on Zoom, you know, so we had these Zoom meetings. So some people um, log in with a computer, some people use landlines and phones. And we found that we could record. The quality isn't amazing, but the uh, uh, what we're, we've created was a whole series of phone calls, essentially. Um, and uh, we we. Uh, put those out online then last summer on at YouTube. So we have a YouTube channel, Cycle Cinema YouTube channel and, and a Facebook page, things that we hadn't done before. So this, the pandemic sort of pushed us into this uh, online uh, world, whereas before we were really concentrating on creating these live events and bringing audiences together, which is really powerful, you know, because the, the that moment when people, um, you know, spend an hour together, an hour and a half in the dark, listening to things and going into their imagination. Um, it's like you know, you know, when you read a book, you you imagine everything that's happening in the book yourself. So it's a very powerful right. personal experience. But if you yeah. do that with a hundred other people around you, you know, um, it's a very personal experience, but it's also shared at the same time. So you know, people 
people really um, go into almost a trance uh, with it sometimes, you know, and they get drawn into to the world. And then they have a lot to talk about afterwards because like, you know, what did you hear? Yeah. Or, what, you know, how did you picture it? And so on. Exactly. Um, exactly. But so, I suppose the benefit of doing the, it uh, more digitally, it means it extends your opportunity to engage with um, wider audiences. And I suppose in terms of um, encouraging other people who are blind to vision impaired to participate in the sightless cinema, how can people get involved or is it uh, open to new members? Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. And um, I suppose we, we've... Um, we're in the we were in the process of, of of expanding and starting some uh, pilot projects around the country uh, in cooperation with the NCBI, and um, that was uh, all sort of in train at the beginning of last year, and that stalled. Now we did do a pilot project um, with the Solstice Art Centre in in Navins, um, so that was online, and now we have another. Um, introductory project uh, with Carlow County Council and that is going to be starting after Easter um, so uh, the, we haven't exactly firmed the dates yet but it's most likely will be maybe the 19th of April so people can uh, get in touch um, uh, with the NCBI I'm not sure exactly you might, you might have the details to put at the end June um, about who exactly to get in touch with uh, there in relation to setting up that group so yeah it's open to anybody um, you know, with a visual impairment or are blind. And um, I, I, I was worried, you know, about starting the groups online, but actually um, from our pilot project in, in Navin, it, you know, it worked really well. Um, and, uh, you know, it's all, it's all about having a bit of fun and um, try and take something out, something new. And everybody is able to contribute. Everybody can, can uh, be part of um, uh, bringing ideas and you know we start, we start gradually just exploring um listening to examples as well of of uh radio plays and then exploring the idea of of sound effects and then reacting to them and and coming up with characters and uh it's all it's all very gradual but it's it's good crack you know so the so the people uh people usually have a have a good time so that that's an opportunity for for new members to join um and uh People can get in touch with me at any any time. Um, the Gmail is uh, whitecaneaudiotheatre at gmail.com. Now, White Cane Audio Theatre is what we call the the performing group or the 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 group uh, who present who create sightless cinema. So um, it's always uh, sightless cinema um, with uh, White Cane Audio Theatre. And um, I mean, other we we've also started. Uh, uh, with the support from Creative Ireland again, another opportunity that came from the from the pandemic. Um, we've done an online editing course, um, uh, again supported by uh, South Dublin County Council, um, uh, which um, has a few of the members uh, learning how to edit using uh, Audacity, you know, which is a is a free editing program. So. Out of that, we've already started to do podcasts, and um, we've set up a, a um, again. These these are the things that we wouldn't have done before, most likely. Uh, yeah, exactly. We, so it's, it's an opportunity. Yeah, yeah. We we we've we've set up um, a podcast, so we're on Anchor FM, and then it's on various pod or, uh, podcast platforms like Google, so on. So if you if you look for Sightless Cinema, uh, we've put out a first episode actually just last week. Uh, which is me sort of like this explaining the project a bit and then one of the plays from the past. So we're, we're using the plays that we have presented in cinemas. We're going to present them over a number of podcasts um, over a number of weeks in the next few months. Um, 
uh, and uh, there's a special there which is um, um, edited by one of the members, Michael Lavin, uh, who's uh, where we interviewed um, a sound technician from RTE who's uh, who's also um, losing his sight. Uh, so uh, it's, it's sort of giving a giving a perspective on that. But 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 that's all been. Um, that's all something that that no one imagined that they would be doing uh, this year. So a number of the, the the people in the group have have learned to do audio editing, and they're going to continue to work on projects. So, um, I, you know, I mean, the the vision is uh, hopefully that you know this is something that can sort of spread. Um, you know, we have been mostly based in Dublin, but now, and I suppose with using the having been able to do online, uh, we can be anywhere in the country, and people can 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 um, get involved from. Uh, wherever they are but i mean our our aim would always be to try and get to, together you know and and um create uh you know performances where people are getting together because it's i think it's very powerful to bring blind and sighted people together uh, to experience um something uh together in 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 that they have in common you know so it's it's through listening yeah. uh, you know there's no interpretation needed there's no there's no um there's no, there's no barrier, you know, the, the sharing the same artistic experience, and um, it also, I suppose, it really empowers people who get involved because they they get to be creative and present something uh, to the public, which is, uh, you know, sort of um, a, a, a polished professional production that that uh, you know hopefully is really entertaining, you know. So it's it's they can um, all be proud of. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, and I mean, I, what I, I, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, I was, I was just going to. Um, say there just in terms of the site the cinema carlo um to advise listeners that they don't necessarily need to be in the carlo area to um put themselves forward to participate in these workshops because as you said they are operating online um and that no experience is necessary um all you all you need to bring with you is your enthusiasm to, to participate and to kind of get stuck in in all the aspects of a um a, a production and just to inform people that they, they, they are envisaged to last over an eight week period uh, from the 19th of April to the 7th of June from half 10 to quarter to 12. Yes, yes. And it'd be important to get in touch in advance so that uh, we can organise any um, access, you know, because whatever um, platform uh, we're using, you know, um, you know, some people might have need some extra help with that you know so Correct. uh Correct. so to you know get in touch as soon as possible and if people just want to find out more they can send me an email um or 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 or, or get in touch with me through the ncbi um and i'd be happy to to chat to them as well um but yeah it's a great it's a great opportunity and as i say people uh people join in you know who've no experience they don't really know what it's going to be because you know you you, you know you'll find out as you go along and, and everyone really really i think uh enjoys it because it's about it's about taking people for where they're at and um you know so as me as an artist my my job is I, I, this is what we call participatory art so i, I i'm i I, re, I work with the people who who turn up uh to see what 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 can we create together? You know, um, exactly. so, so, so that's all you you're have not to going in with it. <laughs> yeah, there, there's no specific agenda, which is, is uh, it gives you carte blanche to to create a wonderful production together. Yes, um, yeah, you, you don't have to think you're an actor or a writer or a director or anything like that. You just you know come as you are, and uh, and we'll 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 work work something out together. <laughs> um, brilliant. Listen, th thank you, Kieran, very much for telling us all about Cyclist Cinema. Um, and as I said, if any of our listeners do want to contact you directly 
to learn how they can participate in these workshops or um, upcoming productions, the best way is to email whitecaneaudiotheatre at gmail.com. Um, as, and as always, if anyone is interested in accessing any of NCBI services, please feel free to call the info line 1850 33 53. So thanks again, Kieran, and uh, I wish you very best in the forthcoming workshops and beyond. And I hope um, lots of creative juices start flowing when you all come together. Thanks a million. Great to talk Take to care. you. Take care. Thank you. Thanks, June. Bye. Bye. Thank you.